0: This podcast contains strong language, which may be offensive to some people.
1: Sometimes you might need a pick-me-up. I'll push in the right direction. Some words that help put you back
0: on track. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast with your motivational moments. Welcome to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast with your motivational moments for this week. My name is still Chris Jags and I hope you are smashing the to pieces whatever your dream is that you're chasing, whatever the goals you are, keep on beating them and make them some new ones. Now this week we are keeping with the not care what others think about you theme going and this is going to be a big hitter for you. This clip is featuring the great David Goggins and Steve Harvey as well as Gary Vee who will share some of their own life experiences with you. Enough from me, here we go.
1: This young man wants to be a ranger. But he's afraid to go to ranger school. Not because how hard the training is, but because he's afraid if he fails, what people are gonna say by judging him. One thing in life, this applies to everything in life. Anytime you move from being normal to trying to be exceptional, people aren't gonna like that shit. Those normal people, it makes them feel like shit, so they're gonna judge you. And nowadays, It's very easy to be a fucking coward. Why? We got Instagram and shit. Most folks don't tell you to your face. They go online, they post about like cowards. Don't let cowards get in your fucking head. And last thing, make sure you do you, stay hard.
2: The day I quit, my boss, as I put my box on his desk and told him I was leaving to be a comedian, he talked me right out of it. He said, Steve, you're not even funny. He said, I've never heard you say anything funny since you've worked here. I've been selling insurance for two years. He said, are you kidding me? You've got a family. You put that stuff back on your desk and I'll give you your job back. But don't you ever come in here again with something ridiculous. You're gonna be a comedian.
1: We live by the narrative of other people. When I first called a recruiter to be a Navy SEAL and I was 297 pounds, the first recruiter looked at me and said, you're not gonna be able to make this, man. So what he was doing was he was projecting his energy on me. He knew he couldn't be a fucking Navy SEAL. So God helped this black guy, because I was only the 36th African-American to make it through in over 70 years. How's this black, fat guy gonna make it through in my ass? He wasn't even want to try. So he's projecting this. So a lot of us who are negative people, all
2: we do is project how we feel on other people. I took all my sh- back to my desk and put that sh- back on my desk dude named Russell Middlebrooks came up to me and said, Hey, Harv, I thought you was quitting today, man. I said, nah, I talked to Tom, and he told me I wasn't funny. He said, he don't know you. He said, dog, you the funniest dude I know. And then he looked at me. He was so hurt. He said, damn, dog, I told everybody you was leaving today. He said, man, I can't believe he, you letting that tell you what to do. And he swole me back up because I had been deflated. And I took that box right back in and I said, Tom, hey man, I'm really funny, I'm gonna make it. He said, I'll tell you what, you leave out this door, don't ever come back in here again. So I tried to shake his hand, I said, I'm not shaking your hand. Said, you're making a huge mistake leaving your family out like this. He was right, I became homeless. One time I was at Pizza Hut, sitting eating with a bunch of kids. This uh, young girl's um,
1: dad came in, saw her there sitting with me at the table, told her to get up and said, I won't ever see you sitting this this again for all these people a piece of hut another quick incident that happened there was uh, we kept our Spanish notebooks in class Um, never forget opening my Spanish notebook and on it it said we're going to kill you my Spanish notebook so these are some of the incidents that happened there and a lot of people in this small town didn't know that I was hurting I had to stop caring what people thought about me I realized that everybody's fucked up that's the one thing I realized. I walked around and I put these people on a a fucking pedestal. Everybody was better than me. So I can't tell you anything about me because you're going to judge me and I'm going to feel even worse than what I am. What I realized, once I calmed my mind down and sat back and looked at how jacked up this world is, once you realize that you are not alone, everybody that's talking to you about how jacked up you are, only thing they've done better than
2: you is they've hidden their fucked up world better than you have. That's all they've done. I became homeless. I lived in a car for three years. Probably about 20 years after that, he was at a show. And he said, I came to the show, I saw this Steve Harvey. He said, I couldn't believe it was you. (laughs) He was backstage, he said, oh my God, I always knew you were gonna make it. I started looking for bad. Instead of trying to find good and stuff,
1: like let's say now, me and you are talking, (laughs) I would look at you and say, okay, what the fuck is this guy? You know, I'll be waiting. Everything that came out of your mouth, I'd be like, what? You know, I'd be picking you apart, man, thinking, are, are you judging me? Are you criticizing me? Are you? So it was a downward spiral growing up for me. Mm-hmm. I started realizing more and more and more that all these people were gone. What was haunting me was me. I can't control my dad. I can't control the people calling me there. N- I can't control all these things. But they were things that kept me down it started becoming my reality. My reality was what they made it out to be. So what happens is you start to get this picture that everybody hates you because your reality becomes so, so big. You can't see the clear picture. It was the whole town. Everybody hated me. The world hates me. That's right. And
2: that is where I became my worst enemy. And then none of my family believed in me. The only family member I had that thought it was a good idea was my father. And my dad was the only one believed in me. Everybody else told me no. Laughed at me, all kind of
1: When you get to the point where you really fucking don't care, you're dangerous. You become very, very dangerous. Mm. I'm not saying don't care like, I don't care if I do that. No, when you don't care about other people and how they view you, about how you walk, how you talk, how you dress, where you want to go with your life.
2: Sixth grade now, 1968, I'm 10. I get up in front of the class, she said, what did you write on your paper? This is big. I said, I want to be on TV. She said, why did you write that on your paper? I said, because that was our assignment for today. She said, and what made you think you could write such a thing on your paper? She said, who do you know on TV? I said, nobody. She said, anybody in this school ever been on TV? I said, no ma'am. She said, anybody in your neighborhood ever been on TV? I said, no ma'am. She said, well, what makes you think you can be on TV? And she crushed it. I said, I don't know, but that's what I want to do. She said, I'm going to call your house and I'm going to tell your mother that you are smart, Alec.
1: My next door neighbor two months ago, she just killed herself. Tons of veterans I know, they killed themselves. I got an email two weeks ago from a family member that an 11-year-old boy killed himself from people at school bullying him. One thing about life is that people in life, they are the ultimate puppet masters. They exploit your weakness and they love to walk you around life and own space in your head. One of the biggest ways to cut those strings and walk on your own two fucking feet to your own destination in life, is to build self-respect, self-esteem, self-discipline, all those things. Stay hard is not just about going to the fucking gym. Stay hard is about going that extra step and you fucking like can't. That's what builds self-esteem and self-respect. Stay hard. The most important step we we'll are ever take in life is our next one. A lot of us get our feet stuck in concrete. We get our feet stuck in concrete because we're afraid to make enemies. One thing in life, you're gonna always have haters. Embrace them. If you can walk on fucking water, trust me, your haters will say you can walk on water because you can't fucking swim. Shut the fucking noise out. Embrace the fact that people don't like you means you doing something right. Stay hard. Stay in the fight.
2: So when I got home, she on the front porch. And she said, what did you do up at that school? I said, well, Mama, I just did what she asked me to do. She asked me what I want to be. I wrote, I want to be on TV. She said, why did you write that on the paper? I said, because Mama, that's what I want to be. She said, when your daddy get home, I'm going to tell him you've been up at the school being a smart ale. He comes home. He said, boy, come in here. He said, what is this your mama telling me you did up at the school? And she's standing there. Tell him what you did. And I said, I wrote on a piece of paper I want to be on TV. He said, what you do that for? I said, because that's what the teacher asked us, Daddy, what we want to be. She said, if you're being up there being smart, he gonna put a smart answer, he want to be on TV. My father looked at me and said, well, what's wrong with that? He said, boy, go in your rooms.
1: A lot of times, I'll be in a 200-mile run or something like that, and I'm all jacked up. Body's broken, mind's broken, spirit's broken. I started to say, what if I can pull this off? When I first walked into the Navy SEAL recruiter's office, He looked at me and said, there's only been 35 African-Americans in 70 years, make it through. You know what I said to myself? What if I can be the 36th? It's the what if I can pull off a fucking miracle. What if I can become someone that no one thinks I can be? Just me talking about that, I have the hair going up on my arms. Because it makes me just like, what if? Do you think you could go the other way and maybe become a bit cold if you don't care what anyone thinks? Your fiancé, your kids, you know, those they're not the people around. Do you not care what they think? See, that's the thing about it. You have to have an understanding of what not caring means. If your fiancé and your kids don't believe in you, you can't care what they think. That means you chose the wrong support staff. So that's why a lot of people don't understand one another. Your support staff has to be like, if I want to go out and do... Whatever it is, my support staff is, you know, my fiance, and she's like, you know what, you know, I don't think that you should be doing that. I have to take it, you know, why? So I can be open-minded. So, 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 why are you saying this? But if she's saying it because of her. You no, know, that's not that's not the right thing. Because I need backing to do what I'm going to do. Open-mindedness. I need support. So you got to be very clear-thinking about all that stuff.
2: Come in the room a little bit late on. He support. "Boy." What you write on your paper? I said, I'm going to be on TV. He said, now take that paper and put it in your drawer. He said, every night before you go to bed, read your paper. He said, every morning when you get up and go to school, read your paper. I did it. If you turn on your television set, seven days a week, I'm on there somewhere. Because that is a principle of success that all successful people know. If it is written, so shall it be. If you don't have what you want in life, just check yourself. Is it written anywhere? Have you wrote it down? Have you claimed it? Have you laid it into faith? Have you willed it into existence? Has it become a law? Did you write it down? If it ain't written down, what you
1: want? Let's say you are an alcoholic. You hang around people who drink. And I say you want to stop drinking. Those people want to bring you back in. So the hardest part, you got to see who you're hanging out with, man. You got to hang out with the people who you want to be like the most. And especially if you're around someone who makes a lot of excuses and they're oh. always failing. Oh. They're the opposite of inspiration. They're like a vacuum. 100%. They're sucking it out of you. Why are you doing that today, man? Yeah. Why, why are you getting up again so early? Why are you doing this? Why are you yeah. doing this? The people you're hanging around with will suck the fucking life out of you. Yeah. Sometimes just got to be along, man. Get your shit in.
3: People here are in debt or can't do something because they're just staying above ground but that's because they bought a house that was too expensive, not using rooms in that house, and they don't have the humility to sell that house and go back to rent because they don't want their friend from high school or their grandma to judge them because we manifested that you have to own a home. And if you did, and now you're not just staying above water and you sold that home and moved into a shittier neighborhood or a smaller house or rented, Now your actual life can open up, but no. The ideology of owning a home and the inability to take a step backwards to take three steps forward is gonna make you unhappy till the end.
1: There's a lot of power in that. To be able to put your life on a billboard for the whole world to see and say judge it, man. Judge it. Like just me talking about it makes me feel good.
3: Once you get your relationship down with the seven fucking people that matter the most in your life, and actually get to the place of saying, I love you, but fuck you. And once you get to that same relationship over here, which is super simple, I'm not sure I even know you and fuck you. Now, don't confuse fuck you. I roll with empathy and compassion and sympathy. This isn't fuck you for hate. This is I'm not willing to live my life under your judgment of what life is. With success in life, Comes more haters. Don't make them hurt your feelings.
1: Use them for fuel. Use them for energy. In times of need, put them on the fucking mental roller decks in your mind. And when you don't want to do shit, roll through your brain. Pull up that motherfucker that you need. That person who said you couldn't do something. Weren't fast enough, good enough, smart enough, whatever the fuck it may be. Use it for energy. Instead of killing them with kindness, Torture of fucking success. In life we have to continue pushing past the odds. Use everything this world has to give you for fuel. Stay hard.
0: That video can be found on YouTube and it's called Stop Caring What People Think of You. David Goggins, Steve Harvey, Gary V. And this is published by the Rise Above YouTube channel. As for now, if you'd like to work with me and see how we can fix the issue or the problem that you have right now, Why would you let yourself go for another day of worrying, pain, or whatever it is you've got going on right now? Come over to LDLcall.com, find the ideal slot for you, and let's speak soon. Now, I'll be back with you tomorrow. I hope you have a great day, and I'll see you in the next one.
3: The Learn, Develop, Live podcast,
1: helping you find your way in life. Thanks for listening. You can find more motivational moments at learndeveloplive.com. And we'll be back to inspire you again tomorrow.